Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ah, the copperhead snake. It hisses before attacking. But that's not a copperhead. That's the Sullivan's RV freshwater tank overflowing into their black one, which is backing into their vent pipe, making for a very different kind of attack. One that arrives just in time for taco night. It's wild out there. When it gets too wild, Progressive has your RV covered. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Adios, old friend. Yeah, I've got no secrets and no regrets. Well, a lot of regrets, but the point is I've got nothing to hide. Kind of like the way Progressive shows you their competitors' rates. You gotta put it all out there, baby. Excuse me, miss. Does this heart belong to you? Would you like it anyway? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparisons not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Just Blaze, host of Above the Rim. Subscribe and tune in each week to hear me and a special guest discuss the latest in the NBA, the way you want to hear it, with the topics that you want to hear. Keep it locked. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Swaggy. Who? <laughs> Jamal Murray. Who? Man, that's Clippers basketball, baby. By the way, Jokic looked like he didn't even want to come play, baby. He got kicked out early for nothing. Jokic who? <laughs> to the organization, man. We doing big things, baby. I smell it. Do you smell it, baby? I think I smell championship. <laughs> Anthony Davis who? Drew Holiday who? Julius Randle, who? <laughs> That's Clippers basketball, man. Hey, last but not least, baby, welcome to the NBA. DeAndre Eaton, Aiton, whoever you are, baby, who? <laughs> Talk about it. You are now tuned in to Above the Rim.
Welcome, 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 family, to the latest edition of Above the Rim, episode 79. Brought to you by your honorable host, as always, it's your boy Justin, aka Just Blaze. We had to close out 2018, right? It's been a good year for Above the Rim. Family's been here with me all year for another year. Family has grown and all that. Had to bring back my brother, friend of the show, my man Dama. What's good, brother? What it is? <laughs> Had to do a big for for the end the ending of 2018 episode. My man Damo. how you been, bro? Everything straight? I've been good, man. Living. I feel you. Yo, you know what's crazy? Um, you know this is holiday time and all that. I I really feel like I lost my uh my holiday spirit this year, man. man. Is listen, it only me? It's not just you, brother. I lost my holiday spirit about five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> gifts, gifts, what? <laughs> like Christmas to me, and it's holiday. just all about food for me now. Yeah, and it's becoming like a chore. Yeah, it's becoming like a chore. The holidays, not. I guess I'm, maybe I'm, I'm too focused on me to be worried about holidays these days, man. <laughs> Speak on it. <laughs> but I think, I think honestly, once we once we get kids and all that, um, yeah, we got to return back to the holiday have, spirit. Yeah, it would have more meaning for us and things like that. Yeah. Well, we know shit happens. Um, so as always, family, you can find Above the Rim anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether that be on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Spotify. To get in contact with me or the show, you can always hit me up on Twitter. Follow me at JustBlaze underscore 513. That's J-U-S-B-L-A-Z-E underscore 513. IG is JustBlaze513. On Facebook, search Above the Rim Podcast. Also email the show as well at Above the Rim NBA Podcast at gmail.com. Call up the Talk About It line. Talk about it! For feedback, responses, questions for the show, you can always leave your boy a voicemail as well. 908-718-1592. Or you can send us re- send in those responses via email as well. And um, that's how you can reach me, man. Make sure y'all go do that. Especially for 2019. I want to get more voicemails in there. Damo, we need the people to call in. Definitely, man. Call up. They gotta call up. I know Give y'all. Give me your two cents. I know y'all want to scream at Damo half of this. <laughs> <laughs> call up and scream at him. I want to hear it. He's gonna hear it. <laughs> I might sing your favorite player overseas. <laughs> <laughs> you bum. <laughs> um, yo, man. So we're gonna start off a little bit with uh news that's going over going on over here in our neck of the woods. Mm. James Dolan. Yeah. The owner of the New York Knicks. This is a possibility. Let's rejoice first. <laughs> because there's a possibility, word on the street is that uh he could be settling the Knicks for the quote unquote right offer. And he's basically said in the interview that he would consider selling the Knicks franchise if the offer is right. And if the offer is right, I mean five billion dollars. Oh, yeah, that's right? a lot of money. But um yeah, that's- I mean that's that's a lot of change. But you had some thoughts on that. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of money. But I mean, um, man, he he need he should sell the team, you know, to get rid of his thin, you know, get his name off of the Knicks. You he should have sold it years ago. He should have been sold a long time ago. But I think you know he got billionaire problems, you know. So I, I don't I don't think he's gonna sell it because you know his family got shares in in his, um in the Knicks and the Rangers. Yeah. So you know and that cable vision as well. Right. So you know that that complicates things a little bit. You know, those yeah. are problems I only wish I had. You know. To, you know, but his money is long. He should sell the team, though, but I don't think he will. I know. Uh, yeah. Yo, you know what I was when I was researching this? Look at some of the stats in the past 18 years for the Knicks, right? Past 18 years since Patrick Ewing has left, right? Mm. Five playoff appearances, one playoff series win, 
30 playoff games, nine playoff wins in 18 years. That is ridiculous. Oh, rotten apple, boy. <laughs> right? Come uh, on, <laughs> man. The rotten apple. Yo, I always said, yo, the Knicks, ever since the, you know, the 90s, the, the Knicks been the retirement home for players. or, or You know they love to throw them dollars Or a rehabilitation home. Because you look at Derrick Rose. He came here, got, got right for a year, and now look <laughs> at him now. You know, he's getting MVP chance again. You what know? I would say is, so what happened to your boy T-Mac when he came here? Hey, in? listen, man. He was on the tail end of his career. You know, like I said, it's either, it's either, on, the, the, it's either rehab uh, or it's retirement home. Okay, okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> I swear, those T-Mac lost years, that, and also Penny Hardaway, man. Remember when he was here? Oh, exactly. You know, or, or it's either retirement home, rehab, or get the bag. Oh, get the bag. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> if you want to get that bag, come to New York. That's true. But that's crazy, man. That's abysmal, man. 18 years, that's terrible. They probably still paying off Jerome James. <laughs> Jerome, you remember Jerome, that Jerome James, Jerome Williams, Eddie Curry. Oh my gosh. Um, man, and um, hopefully he can muster up the courage, I guess, to uh, sell a team. Hopefully, I was thinking maybe it could be a predominantly black ownership. That yeah. would be nice, you know. Get a team, Oprah. Get a team together, Diddy. Jay-Z, somebody get a team together. Yeah, give it to a mogul or something, man. That's business savvy and knows what to do, how to put a good product out there. You exactly. Know? Because they only care about the, the product off the off the floor as the brand is in the New York Knicks rather than the on-court. Right, the on-court right. material. The on-court presentation. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're on the right track right now. I mean, but aside from him being the owner, I mean, you know, with Steve Mills at the helm and, uh, yes. you know, Fizz in um, there. Scott I think Perry they, as well. Right. They're, they're, they're heading in the right direction. Things, like things are on the upside. You notice. That's yeah. a triple threat. That's a, a black coach. Two guys in the black in the, in the front office. Yeah. Let's go complete that cypher. They got to get a free agent. But let's get... That would be nice if KD comes in. I'm not going to lie. Right now, they're not... That's your boy. That's my boy. <laughs> I, I hope he comes, but... I would love that, actually. I would. That would be interesting to see, man. Um... So we had we talked about holidays early. You had those Christmas Day games, Christmas Day results. Shout out to a couple of people who's balling on Christmas. Talk about some takeaways. There's takeaways there as well. The Bucks came in the Garden. Speaking of the Garden, they beat the Buck, uh, beat the Knicks. Excuse me, by fourteen. The future MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo, <laughs> your boy, my man, <laughs> dropped thirty in another calm win. Bucks now have the second best record in the NBA, Damo. Second best record. I'm very surprised and I'm very impressed with them. I like their team. You got to give them some love this yeah, year. I'll I, I give their team some love. But I am a little afraid for them come playoff time because still, though, I like Middleton. I'm cool with Bledsoe. I like Brogdon. But I can't trust Bledsoe. I can't trust Brogdon. I can slightly trust Middleton, but I would love him to be a third option rather than a second option on the team because there at times, Giannis, he does put up his numbers, but it's more about the impact sometimes right, right. in the playoff games. He Sometimes he does lack that, and he does need to work on that. You know, When he played the Celtics last year in the first round, yeah. they, that was a series for him to win. Yeah, that was, that was the put-up-or-shut-up series right there. And he couldn't get it done. So I was a little disappointed in him there, so I do feel like he still needs another like aggressive scorer in the lane. Like I mean, I, I like Brooke Lopez though. Brooke Lopez I like is doing his thing. But he's a complimentary piece. To right. me, he fits well with Giannis. Right, right, right. So what are you saying? Would you trade Milliton? Hey, he's the, he's the best shooter to me. He is the best shooter. <laughs> Not he is the best shooter. I mean, he's the best shooter. Might be their best trade asset, but. 
They got some pieces over there though. But the issue with the Bucks is that they have they're gonna be in they're gonna have a quandary this summer because Middleton is a free agent, Bledsoe's a free agent, mm. and Brogdon is a free agent. All three of those boys are looking for money this year. Right. Uh this next summer. So they're gonna have to have a decision to make because you can't keep all three. If you keep yeah, all three, you're gonna, you're gonna be maxed out. And what what is that to show for Giannis? Got to make Milwaukee attractive too. And, Who and, wants to go to Milwaukee? Exactly. You know? <laughs> so you gotta have dough over there. Man. So there might be a situation is where they're nervous about Chris Middleton walking at the end of the year, and maybe they might look to get some compensation for him. But it, in I say that, and then on the other hand of it, they might be scared to ruffle the fellows a little bit because they have been playing well and they had, do have the second best record. So it's scary to think they would even or to entertain the idea of moving or messing up the core right now. Right, right, right. I mean, you're saying Middleton might leave, but now I'm thinking about it. What if you ask somebody like a J.R. Smith? You don't with, think that with, will work? Like with Middleton with, and then? No, no, no. Without, if Middleton leaves, mm-hmm. I don't think it would hurt them that much if they was to get a J.R. Smith kind of player. You mean to replace him? Yeah, to replace him. If they trade for Middleton think, and upgrade and get, a, and get a, another yeah, replacement? I, I think it would probably work work in their favor. I, I would agree. They need they need somebody else with some sting on that roster yeah. right now. You get what I'm saying? Like, they're all solid pieces, right? I love Giannis. He's the only sting factor. on. He's the only person that you're scared of, yeah, yeah. I feel like, on the Bucks, And in the playoff time, you look at Philly, they got three boys that you, that you should be scared of or be nervous about. You know what I'm saying? Boston got a few of them. They got three. They got two. Two guys that you're scared of, but they have a lot more complimentary pieces yeah. than the Bucks. The Raptors, they only have Kawhi that you're scared of, but the totality of their team and as a whole, their depth, they're a problem. Yeah, they so, need to add some depth on that team, definitely. Yeah, so out of the four, I feel like the Bucks are the least scary of the four. And that, to me, means that you need yeah, to make Yeah, because if, if, you, if you could contain Giannis, then you ain't really got nothing else to really exactly, worry about. Right? Exactly, exactly. Middleton could get you 25, but it's a quiet 25. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's my thing. So I feel like they do need to look at upgrading. And I'm rooting for the Bucks, man. I want Giannis to go to, to, go to the conference finals. Yeah, nice. I, I want to see something different, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Jazz beat the Blazers 117-96 in the really game that, that game. I was about to say in the game that nobody <laughs> was even watched. <laughs> Everybody had a long day. Um, but, yeah, but Jazz is winning. I still think Jazz is going to sneak into the playoffs. Oh, yeah, you. I think, you I think believe, so. Yeah, I believe People so. had the Jazz yeah. out, and I think they're going to sneak into the AFC. Nah. I really they do. hungry. And they're going to be a problem, they see. I don't know if they're going to be that much of a problem because mm. uh, Mitchell looks like he's going through that little sophomore slump. Yeah, I've been noticing yeah. that. I'm, I'm a little bit worried. Actually, I'm not really worried about Mitchell. Just a little concerned. A little concerned. Right. Yeah. M- my eyebrow was raised. Yeah. I will say that for, for Donovan Mitchell. But I think he's going to get it together. Um, Celtics. Played yes. 76ers Kyrie. in a very, very good game. OT game. One, they beat the uh, 76ers 121-114 behind a dagger Kyrie 3 in the clutch. I have to say, man, they look like they're hitting their stride right now. They are. Yeah. They are. I mean, Kyrie's been balling right now. He had, In that game, he had 40-10. and 10, And um, Ben Simmons, I saw that he went 0-3 for 3 in the man. final five minutes of that game. Let me tell you, Philly... Philly's a good team, mm-hmm. but they they just not ready right now. Man. They're missing they, something, they, right? I feel they're missing some spice again. Yeah, definitely. Um, but they have. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. There you go. I feel like they have the right pieces. Like yeah. they have the right foundation. Right. I would say the right foundation. But to me, they don't have enough depth, right? Because after Jimmy Butler, Simmons, and Bead, 
I'm, you got Redick. Nice Wilson Wilson Chandler was looking good. Wilson Chandler. I like Wilson Chandler, right? But that's five right there. And after that, Muscala. Yeah. TJ McConnell. I like McConnell, though. He plays hard. McConnell be balling. He plays hard, but... I mean... <laughs> Luka Boston has come off the bench. Yeah. Marcus Smart. That's Terry a whole other starting five. I mean, come on now. You see what happened last year. My, my thing with Philly is, right... I. For, in order for them to, to take it to the next step, Embiid mm-hmm. got to start facing up down low, man. He can't mm-hmm. be out there at the three-point line. And and either with Ben Simmons, he either has to get a shot mm-hmm. or get a post game. I I think I he think has more that little baby fake right, post game. It's not. Right. It's like a half. A but it's, it's it's weak. You know what I'm saying? It's you give weak. him a little nudge, he he's yeah. out of there. You it's could throw you throw his shot off. But I I feel personally, if he if he gets a a a dominant post game. Mm-hmm. I think Philly would be a problem because all he has to, you can't you already can't stop him from getting the paint already. Mm-hmm. Once he gets down there, and he has a post game. All he has to you try and double team him. Now you got to pick your poison. Now you got to either think about Embiid on the wing mm-hmm. or Butler on the wing or mm-hmm. Redick on the wing. Yes, I think him getting a post game will take Philly to the next level. But see, I feel like he. You don't think he's he's watching Magic Johnson tapes because Magic Johnson was in the post, right? As a tall point guard, remember he was posting like that's how he had that hook shot that he yeah. was so great. In. I mean, since he's not a great shooter, I feel like he should. You're be, gonna need more than a hook shot in this day and age. I mean, true. You're gonna need a jump yeah. shot. Period. I mean, which if I this feel was like, back in the day, I'm sorry to cut you off. No. But this, if this was back in the day, then that hook shot you mm. could get away with it. But nowadays, it's not effective anymore. Yeah, you need to at least have a mid range. If you if you can't shoot, I, mean, a three. I agree. He definitely has to have a mid range, right. but. I, Right now, to me, it's it's a lack of confidence yeah. with him. You get what I'm saying? Because I feel like he's got to be practicing that in the gym. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? There's no way you're a, one of the top players in the league, a star in this league, and you're not in the practice on the practice gym, on right. the practice court, practicing those mid-ranges, practicing yeah. your three-point shot. You get what I'm saying? But the thing that kills me is I've seen him practicing three-point shots, but I don't think he needs that. You don't need a three-point shot. If mm-hmm. To me, personally, if you get a three-point shot, you're going to hurt the team like that because mm-hmm. now— they're gonna be. They're gonna. They're gonna let you shoot. Mm. You know. Mm. I, I feel like you should just work on your post or game or your mid range, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A and draw, draw, nice. draw the the defense in, suck mm. the defense in, and then kick the ball because you got shooters around you. That's true. And speaking of shoot, I think I still think Philly needs another shooter on that team. They you think either so? need a shooter or another scorer on that team. And you know, man, I said it. Um, I'm gonna be on my boy uh, Josh Rodriguez you show the Dime NBA podcast. Make sure y'all go check that out. Um. I feel like you don't think Philly could use Melo right now, man? You don't think Melo off that bench could be useful for Philly? Man, I don't Melo. I feel like they need another I score. I feel bad for Melo. But, yeah, yeah. That was, you get what I'm, watching that Boston game with that down the stretch, yeah, Ben Simmons wanted some no Mello. parts of the yeah. perimeter. Jimmy Butler was trying to do everything. And, B, he was there, but he wasn't impactful and, towards the end of the game. And he was facing up. He, he was standing at the three-point line at right. times. And they were trying to force-feed him at times. But that's not really effective, to force-feed a big. Right. Especially at the end of a series when it's easy to trap him. Or yeah, something I, like I didn't like that game because, you know, down the stretch, they was giving the ball to Butler. And, yeah. you know, Embiid only got the ball like two, like two times. You got you to gotta feed him down low. He's dominant. He could get whatever he wants down low. He getting get enough people into foul trouble. You know, I, I I think they they that team 
The makeup is weird. Yeah, it's weird. The makeup is weird. Like, I want it to work. Yeah. I really feel like it should work, and I want it to work. That's why I feel like... The mechanics ain't there yet. Yeah, but I feel like they need one more score. I think Melo... I think Melo... Melo... I think Melo will actually fit, because, you know, being that, you know, he's he's a little suspect on defense, Mm -hmm. MB could pick up that slack. Butler could pick up that slack. And Simmons could play some D. Right. Hey, man. Let's partition for Melo, man. Get Melo on the (laughs) roster, man. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying, but that'll be nice, man. And I'm um, also the Lakers smacked the Warriors, also. Yeah. Um, they won nine of their past fourteen. They're looking good right now. LeBron hurt his gro- his groin. Um, I know you got something to say about that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, <laughs> did he legitimately way. hurt himself? Because <clears throat> nah. I know how how you do. You don't ever <laughs> I, I, feel I like I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay away from it. You I got mean, an look, issue he, when he has a cramp. <laughs> I, I I must say he did look like he got hurt. I, I, Come on, no, I'm gonna cut him some slack this time. Okay, okay. but I, I'm, I'm <laughs> he said he felt it pop. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I'm gonna leave LeBron alone, Yo, man. Leave man alone. <laughs> <laughs> So Make look, him dance Lance, though. <laughs> and guitar. Listen, Lance is one of my favorite players in the Yo, league. He's, I love that Born dude, Born ready man. is very entertaining, man. And I, I love him on the Lakers, but I would take him on the Rockets any day Oh, definitely, week. man. He gives lie. you that energy, man. He does, man. He gives you that energy. Um, So I was very surprised that the Lakers did win. Yeah, um, I was surprised they did won. Did win in that fashion. Right, with LeBron go- going out. I was surprised. I think, um, you know... um. I think LeBron, the LeBron culture is rubbing mm. off on them now. Mm-hmm. You know where they can they can carry games instead of LeBron carrying them. You get, catch what I'm trying to say? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, looking at how the young boys have been performing lately, they've been good. I would say, yeah. as an average, they haven't been great, but I they've been pretty good. Their I would confidence say, for is, is building. Building. Um, out of the three, do you think all three of them will last the season? <laughs> Yo, I, Ingram, I told Kuzma, you, I told you that boy, that boy Ingram, man, gotta go. Mm. And Lon- I, I, I was, I was trying to hang on to Lonzo only because, you know, I don't want Levar to look bad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, he spoke so much. He had that ball control so much so that you know Lonzo actually became a Laker. I and and mm, I don't know, man. You know, Lonzo. So have, have you been? How do you feel about Lonzo's production thus far in this in his second season? Um, I mean, I see, I see glimpses okay. of what he could be. Okay, you know, but his I think his confidence is still not all the way there yet, mm-hmm. and agree. it's because you know LeBron, LeBron. being toxic. You know, I, I'm like, <laughs> let me stop, let me stop. But Go I mean, it's, it's not. I'm not gonna go the KD route, but I mean, I, I think you know he's not. He, He's not he's not comfortable at times. Uh-huh. He's trying to adjust to, you know, being out there with LeBron. Yeah. I actually like that lineup when Ball and, and LeBron is in at the same time. I, I do. Actually, I, I actually like that lineup. I really like them playing together. Yeah, I do cuz um two good creators. You know to, you know, to give uh props to Alonzo, he's sneaky good on defense. Sneaky good. I don't he's think very good. I don't he's think one of the people, top perimeter defenders. In right. The I don't think people realize how good of a defender he is. Mm-hmm. I think they're so focused on on the offensive end mm-hmm. that they they miss the defensive side of Lonzo. Lonzo is very good at the defensive end. Listen, I know a lot of people made these comparisons earlier, but I see a lot of Jason Kidd in him, man. He yeah, I see the potential. I really the do. potential is he's definitely there. He's yeah. a great. He's a great defender because remember he's a big body. He's six six. Yes, and he six, can pass. Six point guard. He can pass. He can run the break. He 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 has great instincts. Right, right. That's what I like. And it's great there. intangibles. It's, it's great there. His scoring has to be there, but there's a lot of great players who aren't great scorers. You get what I'm right, saying? Magic right, right. wasn't really a great scorer. Right. You get what I'm saying? But he knew how to 
how to command the offense. I'm he not, knew how to maximize his strengths. Right. I'm not asking him to score, you know, 25 a night. If you yeah. could, you know, get it to like, you know, 15, 18. A 15, I would love. 7 and 7, you know, that's that's lovely right that's there. That's great numbers for him, actually. That's great numbers. That's but I think I think the, the problem with that team is he got to get Ingram out of there. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's... I don't think he he the the kind of role they're trying to give yeah. him, you know, ball handling and all that stuff. I don't think he can I, I handle. Do, yeah. I do see Ingram being the odd man out of this roster. Yeah. I mean, I I gave him a lot of kudos toward the beginning of the season. I thought he would you be all star. You saying he was going to be all star this all-star, year? I said over twenty points. But now seeing that that was before I saw them on the court, right? And now when I see them on the court, he really does look like the odd man out. And my only because I really like Ingram, I just think he has to work on those. Those weak dribble drives he be yeah. doing sometimes. Sometimes his moves are really good. He gets yeah. to the rack with nice aggression. He's going hard to the... But they're a little weak when he goes up with it. And yeah. he gets blocked a lot. And I know... I guess maybe it has to do with weight, but not really, because I feel like you could still go in nah, there. This, and this age, you could around. get away. You could get away with yeah, a lot so of stuff. Yeah, so I don't really think it has to do yeah. with weight and shit like that. But I think that... Um, He's definitely looking at the odd, looking like the odd man out because Kuzma definitely fits yeah, with LeBron. Kuzma I really like how he's playing with him because he doesn't need the ball to you know to score. He can score off exactly. the dribble, on the dribble. Exactly. So it's going to be very interesting. But they might have to let go of two out of the three in order to acquire a star if they do want to trade. If they want to trade like for AD or whatever, because the media is definitely pushing AD to LA right now. You see, I, I wanna, I, I want them to hang on to ball though. Mm. Because he's the future. LeBron only got but so much years left. Yeah. You know, once LeBron leaves, like you're going to need somebody to, you know, carry on the legacy, you know, the, the Lakers. A definite. 100% and I think Ball true. is the guy to stay there. I Ball like Ball in LA. Yeah. yeah I, d- I definitely do. Ingram has to flourish somewhere else. I would love him on another yeah. roster. See what he can do. Um, the other game. My <laughs> Houston Rockets. Against Damo's Oklahoma City <laughs> Thunder. He was talking smack before the game. <laughs> had to be quiet. <laughs> he had to shut it up. My shorthanded Rockets, mind you, missing all leader. The point guard, CP3, uh, beat the Thunder 113-109 behind Harden. Good game, good game. 41, 7 assists and 5 threes. Capella has 16 and 23 rebounds. PG balled out. Um, Steven Adams played a good game as well. And my Rockets, man, we're playing very well right now. We uh, we won eight of our last nine games. Um, Harden's averaging 46 and 9 over his past seven games. We are 71 in the last eight games. Listen, man, my boys is playing well. Austin Rivers, <laughs> the new signee. I had to give him a shout out, man. Listen, That's your boy. I mean, <laughs> since, I don't know. I'm not going to go that far. Since Clip City, Chip City. I mean, That's your was, boy. He, I, I gave him some love when he was on Clip City, <laughs> Chip City. Because I think he can play, man. I know a lot of people, they rag on Austin Rivers because he's Doc's son and all that. He gets a lot of unfair criticism. But if we look at just his game, and we're looking at him as just a backup combo guard off the bench, the man can play. Yeah, he, he can, can get you some buckets, man. Is, is he a full-on scrub? <laughs> nah, he, he's an NBA player. That's what I'm saying. As he, bad as I want to send him overseas, he's an NBA player. <laughs> but, but there's a lot more bums than also. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. This, uh, that not this year, but last year when um on the Clippers, he gave you 15. He averaged 15 as a starter as a starter last year on the Clippers. So 
he can ball. I mean, especially coming off the bench, he's got some aggression. What I like, he can um, he can attack the basket. He can shoot the three from time from time to time. He can. Um, what I do like about him is that he has a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And I do like those players on my team. So he he feels like he has something to prove. I feel like um he's basically just picking up the slack off of Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. And he's there to play solid perimeter defense as well. And he's also there to alleviate some minutes from CP because right. the problem with the Rockets, boy, D'Antoni is running down these stars. Yeah. Running down his CPs yeah. in his 13th or 14th year, playing 34 minutes a night. <clears throat> That's too much. You see how how the Raptors have Kawhi Leonard on that um on his no back-to-backs. <clears throat> Excuse me, no back-to-backs and no um He's been missing a lot of games, and they've been monitoring his quads and whatever whatever the injury issues that he has going on. They've been monitoring. The, the, the way Chris Paul is, Dan Tony, the way he's dispersed his minutes between the team. Chris Paul has injured his hamstring already this year. Harden has already injured his hamstring already this year. James Ennis injured his hamstring twice already this year. Those are all fatigue-related issues to me. And I feel like that's a product of Dan Tony playing these starters two minutes. And that's why, you know, when they when they added, uh, you know, Austin Rivers, I was kind of on the fence at first. Mm-hmm. But, you know, being that Eric Gordon is not really having that much of a of a good year so far. Yeah. He's been terrible this year. I, he's been I, picking it up lately, but as a whole, he's been right. bad. I felt like they should have, they should have, they need to add more defense, mm-hmm. you know, so they could slow down their pace a little bit more. But you Austin know? Rivers plays good defense. He, he does, but I'm saying somebody like a rim protector because right mm-hmm. now the Houston Rockets yes. are allowing like 50 plus points in the paint by yes. night. Yeah. That's and not too good. Listen, they're, we're bottom three in the league and rebounding. Right. 21st I'll, in defense, I believe. Yep. Listen, that's, that's why I think they, they need to make a move but still. I'm going to throw some names out there for you. Uh, mm-hmm. How about Robin Lopez? You know, to take some minutes off of Capella. Or even Kenneth Fareed. What happened oh, to this Kenneth guy? Kenneth Fareed. I, I talked about it on another show. Kenneth's a freedom animal right now. Freedom animal. Freedom. He's in Brooklyn <laughs> over there rotten. You notice? He's oh, he's on, the in, he's on the Nets? I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the Nets. He doesn't even play. Rotten you know, on the bench, is Who he? the backup big is on the Nets? It's um Ed Davis. Before. He's still in the league. He's not yeah. overseas. Nah, send that boy overseas. Nah, he's a decent rebound. <laughs> I would take him on the on the Rockets right now. It's, it's it's bad. They need a big. I was thinking also James Johnson from the Heat. Mm. I think would be a nice oh, yeah. piece for yeah. the Rockets. He he's a he big needs, forward. You need somebody. He's like a bigger version of PJ Tucker. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You get yeah, what I'm saying? I like that. Six nine forward. He can play small ball center with PJ Tucker. That's a nice gritty little yeah. front court. He can score a little bit. He can play some defense. He could dribble a little bit. I love a guy like James Johnson. I like Damari Carroll. I will look forward with the Rockets on the Nets. I think he'll be a nice three and D wing for the Rockets. A little Trevor Reza play replacement. Damari Carroll? Mm. Mm, I don't know. He's solid. He's solid. He's been he's been playing well on the Nets. Mm. He's been playing well. I, you know, yo, to to be honest with you, I I really like the Nets, man. Yo, I like the well. squad. Spencer Dinwiddie, man, that need that boy need to get paid. Oh, he did get paid. Yeah, he just got a contract. Oh, you got that yeah, bag? He just got that contract. <laughs> yeah, he earned it. Yo, I like him, man. He definitely did. He definitely did. And um, the Rockets definitely got to make a move, man. So we're going to see how that goes. And I think they will. Daryl Morey always makes yeah. a move. Um, but transitioning over <laughs> to the team that they beat, oh, the boy. Oklahoma City Thunder. A very interesting, interesting squad this year. Um, they're having a great season thus far. I got to tell you something, Just Yeah. I think I, I really I'm really starting to think now when I start bashing some of these players 
<laughs> I think I think they listening to the show, man. They might be because Paul George right now is playing out of his mind. He, like he's really trying to shut me up. <laughs> I've been dogging him for the past couple you, years. You have been dogging him, and 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 OKC have been playing out their mind. Yes. Be honestly, they they won twenty one of their last twenty nine games. They need a they need the top of the league in deflections, top of the league in steals, top three ranked defense. They crash the offensive glass. They they force you to protect the paint, get out and run. They're top three in the in the West, record wise. Westbrook, as well. Westbrook and Paul George are the, are the two top uh, leaders in steals. Yep, Russ is averaging another triple double. That's three, crazy. Three years in a row. PG is giving you twenty six, eight, and four. Schroeder off the bench is giving you a nineteen or seventeen or something like that. Sixteen points a game. Aquaman Adams is playing well. <laughs> um, you got to give him some credit there. I I, still, li- I like the guy Ferguson. I like Ferguson. I like him. He can play. He's, yeah. he, he plays with some energy. Nice young player. And um, I still don't like Billy D as a coach, man. But I think he's getting it together a little bit. He's he's been listening to me too. Mm. So tell me your thoughts. How are you feeling about your squad this year as a whole since they've been playing well? All right, I, I, I have to give it to you all. I'm 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 happy. Okay. I'm happy with what they're doing. They they um Westbrook heard me when I was talking. Remember when he was talking about mm-hmm. how I feel he should play this year? Mm-hmm. I think he listened to what I'm saying. He's struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Something's going on with his free throw shooting. I don't know. He's going through a little. I 61%. guess he one percent. Yeah, that's the atrocious right now. He's looking like Markel Fultz right now. I don't know what <laughs> he. Sh- yo, the other night he shot an air ball from the free throw I line. I was like, whoa, what is going on? You? I don't know. What's got going some on. shoulder issues. I don't know about yeah. it. So, but um. I'm impressed, man, because Westbrook, he's actually sharing the ball. Mm-hmm. And he's trying, he's shutting guys up like you mm-hmm. and, and freaking job that keep talking about <laughs> empty calories. <laughs> you know, he's 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 giving up the ball now, and I like the way how they, they run in the, you know, their offense down there in, in OKC. I like how they're running it. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm here. I'm, Paul George is he, he most of the time now he's taking the last shots instead of Westbrook jacking up. Even though that night when Paul George had about 40, I think he had 47 mm-hmm. points or something mm-hmm. like that. And he didn't get the ball down the stretch. I was uh, I was unhappy about that. Westbrook took a, a wild shot, but I could see some progression. Okay, progression. I see some progression. Okay, he's I... he's, he's giving up the ball and down in the fourth quarter when he's supposed to. Okay, he's making the right decisions. I do, I do see a slight adjustment in him. I gotta give him some credit. He 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 has been playing a little. A lot smarter, right? It's I not. It's not no more ISO basketball. That's let me take you to the basket, and then if I can't do it, I'll give it to to PG to do it. You know, it's, they're still, actually running an offense now. He still does take some ill-advised shots. He does. Though. He does. But it's the. I guess it's just the. It's the Brody in him, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Brody. In him. It's the Brody. You in can't. Him. You can't get it a hundred percent with him, man. I, but I, I, I can. I can at least. I can deal with the the effort. Okay. You know? I feel you see those are all great points that you made, and I definitely agree in it because they're all true. They're all true. He, I definitely see a, a change in him. I guess having Schroeder on the team right now has has caused him to relinquish some ball handling duties, I guess. And he has been, I wouldn't say deferring to Paul George, but he has been. What is the word like? Not deferring, but I, feel I think like he's, he's more reluctant to give him the ball than, than he was. No, not reluctant. He, he is more. There. He's more willing to give right, him the right, ball. Yeah, right. he he's more. I think he's more willing to relinquish a little bit of the offensive load that he's always right. carrying. I think he's to he's, give it to he's Paul understanding finally that okay, this guy's hot. I got to give him the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't have to jack up this shot now. We'll see because it's still early. It's still, it's still early. early. It's still, it's still early. We'll I can only hope at that, playoff time. Right. You know that'd be interesting, but. OKC, okay, they do your squad. They do still have issues as a team. They rank the 20, shooting. 
They rank 28th in three-point percentage. They also rank 28th in free throw percentage. As you talked about before, Russ is shooting 61% and shooting 24% from three, which is crazy. And also, in games that are within five points or less, they're 6 and 12. Yeah. So in close games also, they're having a little bit of trouble closing out those games as well. They're shooting. You only yeah. have one real, you know, closing kind of shooter, and that's mm. Paul George. So do you think they can overcome their lack of shooting? Because Andre Robeson, when he comes back, that's another bad shooter yeah, right, you got right, on that right. team coming back. So do you think you guys can overcome the lack of shooting on the roster come playoff time, come towards the end of the season? Well, then, you know, the game does slow down in the playoff time. It and they, they have one of the top-ranked defenses. That's what's saving them right now mm-hmm. is the defense. I like the guy, you know, Jeremy Grant. I really love that kid. I like Jeremy Grant, man. I love him, man. I love me some Jeremy Grant, man. All, you know, he Plays just brings that, that intensity off the money. bench. Yes, that's definitely. Um, I think, you know, they, they can rely on their defense in the come playoff time. During the season, not so much. So you don't think the shooter is going to hurt them at all? The lack of shooting. Like you said, when it when it comes down, if they're not if they're not blowing teams out, then it's gonna hurt them down the stretch. When it's mm-hmm. close, when palms get sweaty, that's what as I'm you saying, like to palms say. Palms are gonna get sweaty because <laughs> uh, playoff P. <laughs> I know you love a regular season Paul George. Right, right now, now he's but... looking good, but I need playoff P. <laughs> I need to see what that's about because I didn't see it last P year. Gonna come, gonna walk through the door this year. I need that same energy he's he's got right now <laughs> in the playoffs. Yeah, I wish I had that clip right now. You <laughs> say, y'all, y'all ain't heard of playoff peeps? <laughs> Listen, man, that, that's gonna be. And speaking of playoff peeps, like we said, he's been balling. Twenty six eight four. We said this year, um, tops of the rankings of defensive play of the year. He's the top in the running for that top three, definitely. So. How he's playing right now. I like his leadership, by the way, too. Definitely like his leadership. So would you consider him a top 10 player right now for PG-13? You know I don't like PG-13. I don't like him. I don't like him. But, (laughs) but, Uh right now, I would say he's top 10. Top 10 player in the The bottom tier, though. (laughs) What is bottom tier? I would say like nine. Eight, nine, may, stretching for eight, but I would say nine. Because think about it, you got Giannis. So he is a top ten player in the league. Oh yeah, right now, yeah, he's top ten. Mm. Right this now. season, this season, because mm. he does it on both sides. Okay, I've been seeing him. He's out there. He he was giving Harden a hard time down the stretch in the fourth quarter. He was, but Harden still scored a couple of buckets on he him still towards did. the end of the game. He still did the, the crucial bucket. See. <sighs> he I will guard right. your best player though. Oh, 100%. He's definitely top 3 two-way playing the game. You know, I, I, I was actually in Kawhi. Exact. Sorry. Um, actually, I was thinking about that the other day. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hmm. With the way Paul George is playing right now, who would I take? Would I take him or Kawhi Leonard?" Oh, I would I was, take Kawhi I, Leonard easily. I would, that's the obvious choice, but mm-hmm. it, it just had me the way with the way he's playing right now, oh, okay. it just had me thinking, you know, with he was them two are in a, uh, in a debate right now because they yeah. they both do it on the, on both sides of the floor. So I, it just had me thinking a little bit with the way he's playing this year. I feel you. I I agree there. I think that T. It's hard for me to put him in my top ten. I have him in my top fifteen right now because to me, how I measure my top ten is your. It, it to me it goes beyond the stats. And to me, if you're a top ten player, it's how much of an impact you have on the floor while you're there, and right. how much great of an impact your team does when you're there. Yeah, I, well, I think he does have an impact. I no, think he... I'm not saying he doesn't have an impact. I feel like a top ten impact to me. Like, mm. the, so you mean to tell me there's there's 
there's only nine players in the league you would take over Paul George? I don't know about that. Yeah. I have to go through my list, but if you got LeBron, you got AD, you got Giannis. KD, you got Giannis, you got Steph, you got Harden, um, you got Russ, um, Joel Embiid, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie. Who else? Uh, I had the names too, but I can't remember now. There's definitely somebody. In oh, Kawhi. Right. Kawhi Leonard. Boom. That's ten right there. He's definitely not better than this, so that would make him eleven. But you, Damian Lillard. It's kind of debatable, that, you know. That what I'm saying would be a matter of preference exactly. At that point. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of debatable. Walker. Kimball Walker. I thought about him too, but mm-hmm. I, but but the question is right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm still not taking ten. I'm still taking ten. You guys still taking ten guys? Yeah, over that's PG? why I said he's top 15, top fifteen to me. Not top ten. I can't argue with that, you know. But I I, I would I would I would put him in the top ten. I put him okay. like nine. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's with fair. the way he's playing right now, because mm. I I, really, I don't like Paul George. I know. <laughs> you know I don't like him. That's but why it's it's, it's with, I love him. With you what say a, this right exactly. Now. I'm with, a Paul George guy, man. With what I'm seeing right now, mm. he's top ten to me. Yeah. I just think I love I love Paul George's game. I just don't like his attitude. You know what I'm saying? That's what I am. I love his silky smooth game because mm. I like how he plays the game of basketball. But as far as his mentality and everything like that, he has a beta personality, yeah. which I hate about him. But whatever. I mean, but I'll be seeing player, some so alpha dog from him down the stretch, and he's closing yeah. out some games. Yeah, he's been trying though. He you know? he, he he definitely has. Um, so do you think? Do you think Russ? Um, he's going out of his way to defer to KG or do you, uh, to KD <laughs> to uh, PG, PG or do you? Think it's like a natural deferral. I think it's natural. Mm. They're they're from LA, you know. They got mob ties, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's. I think it's natural. It's it's more natural mm. with him and, and PG thirteen. So like the it. chemistry. Yeah, it's it's more. Like I said before, like he's he was he's more reluctant to give off the ball mm. faster to PG than he mm. was with KD. Mm. So. Speaking of that, the comparison of those of, of the chemistry, do you feel like the PG and Russ chemistry is better than the KD and Russ chemistry, or even, or what's your thoughts about the chemistry? Because it is an interesting, you know, comparison between the two. Because Russell Westbrook is the same player, but still right. different at the same time within both, and both are very similar in in, in multi facets of the game. So, what do you think about the chemistry between both? Um, like I said before, I think it's. I think it's better. Like we comparing it to him. Yeah. Do you think the the, the chemistry with PG is better than his chemistry with KD? Right. Definitely. Uh, it's definitely better mm. because the only thing, the only chemistry with uh, Russ and KD was that KD was just that good, that great of a player. Yeah. You know, the, I don't think the chemistry was really ever. Remember, it was more your turn, my turn. Yeah. You know, like it. so he, you felt like it's a lot less. It was of just that about now. talent. You know. Mm. Uh, with this now, nah, I feel like you know, I feel like they're really brothers. You know, KD and Russ said they were brothers, but he wasn't really brothers. Yeah, they were just because they they basically grew up. Yeah, yeah, they not grew up. You know, professionally. Right, professionally, mm. they've been together for that long, so you know, that tends to come out. You know, but I think it's it's more natural with Russ and PG being mm. that they came up in the same area. Not too. Okay. You know? That's just, that's I I could I could see and that. I think I think PG rubs off a little bit on uh, Russ. I think they're know? just more compatible, and you know why? I think because I think because defensive PG, wise, I think PG though mentally mentally and naturally takes a step back. 
You get what I'm saying? And allow someone else to be the alpha around him. Because mm. I think PG, he think views himself as an alpha. He views himself as like a 1B, I feel like. But we all are viewing him as a number two. But KD does the same thing too, though. Yeah, that's true. Because KD <laughs> does view himself as an alpha. Right. Yeah, you know? and we see him as a beta. That's true. But he wasn't having that, though. Okay. I think it's just, like I said, it's just a talent thing, you know? Yeah. KD was just that great, but it, it shows how that means PG and, and K, KD are much more similar than we even think. Then, if they both have the exact same mental listen, makeup, man, I have to tell you, KD is 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 my favorite player. I love mm-hmm. his game, mm-hmm. but personality, I mean, you know, character wise, man, damn, I don't he like some his, work to do. Yeah, man. he got some work to do on that <laughs> character, boy. Definitely. Um, so to close out this Thunder segment, so how you how are you really feeling about your boys? Do you think they are a legitimate? Western Conference Finals. Mm, that's the ceiling. That's the, that's the ceiling. That's the ceiling. Mm. They're not there. For them being title contenders, hell no. Mm. I don't think anybody's title contenders aside from Boston, Toronto, and. Is Boston a title contender? That's what I'm saying. You know, who really is a, a title contender compared to, you know. Mm. The Warriors, they, mm-hmm. DeMarcus Cousins still hasn't played yet. The Warriors are going through problems, and they're still number one. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be serious here. Nobody's gonna beat the Warriors. But if I had to put, if I had to guess who could probably take them out, it'd probably be Boston or Toronto with the way they're playing now. But you know, when playoff time comes, mm-hmm. they fall. I'm really to, not sold them. <clears throat> sold on Boston the way everybody Boston, else is. Yeah. I'm really not. I mean, they have a lot, a lot of nice pieces, but they all don't really fit. Uh, you know who else I was gonna put in there? I, I, I wonder. I want to put in there. I want to put Denver in there. But I, but listen, listen to me now. Uh, I they know got, a lot of they, people around Denver. Denver got about seven or eight guys and averaging double they're figures. They're, no, they're deep. Very deep. They're team. a deep team. Um, but I think when they get to the playoffs, the only reason why I, I put them a step back. Because you know they haven't been there in a while, and by the time they get to the playoffs, so they're gonna go through growing no pains. No for the Rockets, not not a championship threat at all. Not with Austin Rivers. That's the move you make. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I, he they're just, gonna need. She's just, just a show of the rotation. I feel, he I feel push like you over the top. I feel like OKC can slow them down in the playoffs. The Rockets, yeah, mm. with their defense. Okay, that's why I, I would really like that matchup. So the Rockets can't slow down the Oklahoma City in the playoffs. Who? Well, who? <laughs> With who? Wait, the Capella can't... is their best defense. Who, who is their is best there, defender? Who is there to slow down on on the Thunder? Russ, PG. Russ slows himself down. Number one. Did we That's not true. just beat y'all without Chris Paul just now? That's the season. You you hypo. You like to tell me all the time. Don't get hypo of the season. I mean, I never get hypo of the season. But the <laughs> facts are facts. You do know the Rockets are the only team to beat the top four seeds in the West. Each one of them, That's, the only team. That's cute. I mean, you know what that means. That's big. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> I mean, we do show up for big games. You know, I know the Rockets are the most hated team right hey, now. Hey man, Westbrook, Westbrook, Westbrook is hungry for Talk the finals, about it. man. The yeah. hunger is there. I Whatever. think he's more hungry he than West. He could be as West, hungry as he wants to be. <laughs> this man still has never gotten out the first round without KD. Listen, if you don't get out the first round this year, right? First of all, you got smacked by the Jazz, which the Rockets when it smacked them right after. So that, that was last year, though. We're not living off of last year. This is a brand. This is a brand new year, brand bet, new team. I bet. I bet. I bet. <laughs> brand so new schemes. If you don't get, if you don't get out the first round this year, we gonna have to start oh, yeah, looking oh, at yeah, Russ yeah, yeah, in the overrated category a little um, bit. Yeah, as you like to, you know, say sometimes with that pressure cooker. Yeah, that's out it's of five. Hot. You got to get out the first round. 
My, my ceiling, I got to get to the West. I think they have a team good enough to get to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, because let's be honest, in the West, you got Golden State is number one. You got you got uh, OKC, Houston. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold on the Lakers, but I'm, I'm gonna say the Lakers, and then you got Denver. Off to the strength of LeBron. Yeah, off the strength of that, LeBron. That's the only reason I know Lakers are yeah. gonna be there. Off the strength of LeBron. But other than that, I mean, it's just. It's, it's a, a crapshoot on the yeah. way. To me, everyone, the, anyone in the West can be beat. Honestly, yeah, it, definitely. The Warriors included. I'm not gonna lie. If they get the right matchup, or they get a, they have a little bit of injury, a little nicks here and there, they can I be beat. I think injury man. is the only way that they would lose. Other than that, I don't see nobody beating them. Like I got to be honest with myself. Mm. The Marcus Cousins is still has not played yet. They're playing bad, and they're still number one. Yeah, I know. So imagine, you know. They they know how to take it to the next level once the playoffs get there. So KD man, stacking the damn deck, <laughs> stacking the damn deck, man. But um, moving on, the L.A. Clippers yeah. have been playing Clip well this city, year. Chip City, yo, I gotta give them a shout out because they've been balling, Q. They really have. They out here playing well, top four record in the West this year. They tied with the Lakers right now. A lot of people didn't even have them making the playoffs to begin this season. Um, they brought in Ty Lue recently. I don't know if you saw that. In yeah, a, I peeped uh, that. Advisory role. A kind of solid move, I guess, by Doc Rivers, you know. Uh, they built a solid team, scrappy team, complimentary pieces all around that the uh, the Clippers team has built. They fit well together, and they play hard right yes, now they for play, Doc Rivers. I love they the do. way they play. Doc has been coaching his ass off right now. Um, playoffs, definitely, yeah, to definitely. me. Um Seed to me is going to be tough to predict for them because yeah, the West is always it's crazy. I can see them getting a top five seed. Do you see them getting a top five seed? All right, well, do you see them getting a top four seed, home court advantage? Yo, I, it's possible, yo. Mm. <laughs> like it's but the it's West is possible. so the West is so like stacked, man. It's you do you if you lose. Three games in a row, you could fall all the way down to the to tenth. Yeah, you know, easily. so it's, it's just you crazy. Lose two games, you might be knocked out. It's crazy, but it, I could see them. I wouldn't be surprised if they was a top four seed. I it, wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me either. Yeah. And listen, their team is with Tobias right now, twenty one and eight this season. Uh, Louisville, seventeen and five off the bench. Gallo, nineteen and six. Montrez Harrell, fifteen and six. He's been Yo, balling. Is he, is he the most improved player or what? Listen, there's a lot of dudes in the running for most improved player this year. Man, I'm not gonna. Let, you can yeah, give this it to Rose. Yeah, you can give it to Montrez. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie. Tobias also low key. Um, I think he's been that way though. He has, but he wasn't getting the recognition. Yeah. He wasn't. I mean, he, where was it? Detroit before. Detroit, Orlando. I forgot he was in Orlando. Yeah. Damn, I did forget he was in Orlando. Um, did you know he was cousins with uh Channing Fry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's funny. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, Tobias, I was calling baby J. Cole, man. That's J. Cole. <laughs> that's J. Cole right there. Um, so he's been balling. So say for instance, right? Um, by All Star break, they're t- they're the fourth seed in the West. Do you think they deserve an all-star? Do you think they should have an all-star? Do you think they will have an all-star, the LA Clippers this year? They got something up their sleeve, man. Who's that? Clips? Yeah. Mm. Jerry West, I think he's gonna he's gonna pull something off. By the deadline? Yeah. No, no, not by the deadline, but mm. it, I I think they're having such a healthy campaign mm. that 
It's making them look enticing to want to go over there. Yeah, but do you think they would have an all-star? I'm saying, do you think somebody on their squad would make the all-star team? Oh, you're saying if somebody would make... Oh, I thought you were saying yeah. if they would land an all-star. No, not land. My oh, bad. Um, my bad. They should. I think Lou Will think should be... I think Lou Will deserves... Yeah, I think Lou, Lou Will deserves to be an all-star. So you could be an all-star with 17 and 5? Is that all-star numbers? That's what I'm asking you. Think of what I'm asking. <laughs> it's not, eyes. but I 21 mean... 21 and 8, is that all-star worthy? They're top four seed in the West. Only because they're top, they top seed. You got to reward the top seeds. You do have to, but will they reward it? Probably not. I mean, not. honestly, you don't have to, honestly. Pro- you probably, don't have to. Probably not, because, you know, the mm. fans are going to be out there voting. They're definitely gonna ridiculously make, they're not going to make it with the, the fan <laughs> votes. But on the bench, you think the coaches were voting Tobias? Because he got played a month. Think about that. Tobias did get played a month. I think, I think one of them was sneaking in. What's probably going to happen, because I, I see this as a trend that usually happens a lot, is mm. that, you know... Nobody will probably get picked, but somebody will get injured, and then they'll throw them in there. I do I think th- that's I think, probably honestly, what's going to happen. I think Tobias will get in as an injury replacement. I think if there's <laughs> one, if there's one dude that's going to make it on the Clippers, I think they'll give it to Tobias because right now he did get played a month and he's the leading scorer, so I think they'll give it to him. And I do only think that he will get in um, by injury replacement. I don't yeah, think he'll be rolling just, by the coaches to be honest. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about how back in the days how we used to you know, <laughs> talk about, you know, who would you trade this player for? I wouldn't trade it for nobody. I'd trade it for cash considerations Cass- or something. <laughs> and now I, would, I wouldn't just vote him in. Vote him in on injury yep. reserve. You know injury what I'm saying? Reserve. I mean, I think, but I think he's deserved. I think he's definitely deserved. He deserves he's, it though, he's, man. He's been, he's been he, playing he well, puts in, He's a gym rat. He puts in the work. He is. He needs to be rewarded. And he's an underrated scorer in this league as well. See, my thing is with the Clippers. I think, do you think they would make a move or something like that by the deadline, or they might as well just stand pat? I think they should just stand pat mm. because what it's they not have. It's about this year. Yeah, it's not about this year. It's a, it, it's, let's be, you're not going to win a championship. Mm. Keep, the, keep that core together, mm. and then it, when free agency comes around, you, you uh, convince somebody to come and join that squad, and then you take it to the next level. Yeah, I, I agree. I think. Um, I'm actually very impressed with the way they've been playing. Yeah. Um, they got that grit. I think, but remember, Tobias is a free agent at the end of the season. So that's going to be interesting if they going to try to keep him. Because remember, they want to land some big but, free agents. But then think about it. If, if he leaves, that's room for a free agent. That's true. You but, don't have, The free agent don't have to worry about sharing the ball with him. That's true. I mean, I would I would love, I wouldn't be mad at a, if, to, if Tobias does um, end up coming back. Tobias and Kawhi front court. That's a nice front court right there with Montrez up in there. That's a damn good front court. Patrick Beverly, who hasn't been playing as great. And as much talk about people talks about Luke Bambute leaving <laughs> Houston. This man only play, has only played four games. The Prince. He's only played four games. And it's been a bit <laughs> You know how I feel about was- the Prince. <laughs> he should have been overseas a long time ago. <laughs> Yo, man. A long time. You, oh, you always just hating on the Prince, man. But you're the type of guy who likes Magic Lampe. <laughs> Lampe. That's the diamond in the rough right there, remember, man. Remember remember those back in those 2K days? This guy used to play with Lampe. Who else was on that squad? That was a rocket squad. Lampe, Carl Landry, Carl Shane Battier. <laughs> those are some classic. Luther Head. Luther Head. <laughs> We had some battles back in the day, man. Yeah, was um Chuck Hayes? Chuck Hayes, Chuck Hayes. with that atrocious form. 
Oh man, those those are some battles right there, man. Oh man, whoo. Um, what you call this? Yeah, so that's gonna be interesting, man. And the Clippers, I definitely think they'll get in top six seed. I feel like. Yeah, I think that I think they're a lock for. Well, I'm not gonna say a lock, but I think I, I think they'll make the playoffs yeah, definitely. Most High definitely. seed at that too. High seed, definitely, yeah. definitely. All right, family, you know it's time for the crossover segment. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Mm. Crossover segment, Damo. I'll be throwing out player comparisons for my new listeners from different eras. Damo asks his GM and he tells me who he would take out of the two in their prime if he was building a team. Got some interesting ones this week for you, dog. Uh, first up, you taking a prime Kevin Johnson, KJ from the mm. Phoenix Suns, or a prime D Rose. Hmm. Let me give you the career stats. KJ, 17 points per game, three rebounds, nine assists, one and a half steals, 49% from the floor, three-time All-Star, one-time most improved. D-Rose, 18 points per game, three rebounds, five assists, 45% from the floor, one-time MVP, three-time All-Star as well, rookie of the year, one-time All-NBA first team. Taking prime D-Rose or you taking KJ? Hmm. No, you remember KJ. Yeah, of course. Mm. How can you forget him? 93 finals. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna have to go, I'm gonna have to go with Derrick Rose on this one. Mm, okay, yeah. tell me why. I go with Derrick. I'd like to they both athletic. Very but athletic. But I think Derrick Rose is more of a game changer mm. than, than Kevin Johnson. Mm. Uh, I have to go with, I, I'm gonna go with Derrick Rose, man. That's a tough one. It is. Because I, I think. Kevin Johnson could shoot better than Derrick Rose, but I just I like I like Derrick Rose better. Definitely, and yeah. and when he's KJ, bigger too, he is a little yeah. bit bigger. But nah, KJ's about six four. He's about the same size though. KJ's about six four. He definitely was a um, had more of a two guard build in a point guard's body because right. he was a little bit bigger. And um, KJ, man, I saw I was looking up his stats in in a four year span. I believe he averaged like twenty one and twelve in like a, a good right before the years when Barkley was there, right before Barkley came, mm-hmm. and then Barkley came and joined the squad, and then he went to the finals. And KJ was balling, man. People forget or sleep on KJ. How quickly they forget? How quickly they forget? But um, as far as these two go, I'm agree with you, dog. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm going to go D-Rose, but I'm not sleeping on KJ because yeah. Prime D-Rose, if, if we say in Prime D-Rose, you're talking about MVP, yeah, D-Rose. Youngest MVP era. That Prime D-Rose, that year D-Rose, I'm putting him up against a lot of these point guards, and I will take D-Rose over that. And how you said impact, how he changed the game, because think about it, that Chicago Bulls roster, it wasn't that great. You know what I'm saying? Remember, he was a they number. They were a player away from getting to the finals. Exactly. And and he was the number one, two, and three offensive option on that right. team. It was Carlos Booz on that team. It was uh, Joaquin Noah, Lowell Dang, and those boys. Wasn't Ronnie Brew on that team, too? Something yep. like that? Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich. None of them were great offensive threats on that team. They were a gritty defensive team, and D-Rose was basically their offense. Right. And he wasn't the greatest shooter in the world. But he had that unstoppable floater. Unstoppable floater. And the way he would get to the rim, man. And you see D-Rose now. He's shutting you up right now. Yes, he definitely is. He uh, is I'm, I'm, I am on the D-Rose bandwagon. Oh! <laughs> 
I, 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 I'm happy for this guy, man. The I mean, old, just man. the other night, how hearing this, how lovely that was the other night. You know, him getting the MVP chance back in Chicago. That was just, I was happy for him, man. That was really good to see. This, and this, he was putting in buck. He was man. giving him buckets out there too. Definitely, man. I'm, I'm happy for that dude, man. My, my only credit issue to the is, Knicks. <laughs> my only <laughs> issue is, I'm mad he's in Minnesota right now. Yeah, yeah. he should be doing this yeah, on the man. playoff team because I would love to see D Rose in the playoffs yeah. again. You know what I'm saying? I want to see him. Like I said, I think he needs to go somewhere else. After this year, go somewhere else, man. Don't stay there because Tom Thibodeau is probably going to run him down to the ground. Oh, definitely. He's um, He doesn't have a multi-year deal. This is the last year on the yeah, deal, right? This is, I think not, it's one year. Oh, because he's not a vet minimum? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So hopefully he's going at the end of this year. You know what's crazy? Watch, I see, and I see him. I see a scenario where he ends up back in Chicago. You see that? I, I was thinking, you know, with that whole, you know, that whole thing with him getting the chance back home and all that, and yeah. him smiling at the free throw line. I was wondering, like, hmm, would this, is it possible this guy could come back? I, there? I, I don't want him to go back there. I though. don't. I do want him try him to try out something different, man. Yeah. I feel like he's been there, done that. You hear what I'm saying? Right, right. Like this is the chase like, the legacy now, man. Yeah, because this is like the new and improved Derrick Rose. You get what I'm saying? Right. He altered his game. He's adjusted his game after the injuries, and now he's getting his confidence back because he's adapted right. his game and he shoots a lot better. Yeah, from he's the shooting, field threes right now. shooting threes too. It's sort of like it's sort of like how how um, Sean Livingston rebuilt himself. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how I like to see that playoff for him, man. D Rose is having a renaissance right now. Yeah, he, man, he is. It definitely his career. So you got to give him some love, man. Definitely got to give definitely, some definitely. Love. What about him going to the Pelicans? I would love that. that they would, would have be... to trade him, man. Well, you mean at the end of the like, season? Yeah, at the end of the season. But just... if AD is not there, then oh hell no, it's a damn waste. It's a it's it's a damn waste. There's a lot of teams he can help out. I would like him on Philly. In Philly. You can help out off the bench if Markel Fultz is not getting I don't, any harm. I, but see, I don't want him off the bench, though, man. I want to see him start again. Uh, you know, I want to see him as a starter. He looks like he could be a starter in this league. Okay, so if he's a starter, I would love him on San Antonio. I was just going to say that. Yeah. San Antonio is if the he, perfect place. Yeah. If he if he needs to be a starter, then perfect I definitely place. would love him on San Antonio. Pop would know how to use him. Oh, Pop would get the best out of D-Rose right now, 100%. I definitely would love him over there. That would be nice. Um, So moving on. Got two sets of point guards this week for you. Mm. Are you taking a prime Tony Bakel, <laughs> right? Or John Wall? Mm. Mm. Let me give you the career stats. John Wall, 19 points, four rebounds, nine assists, one steal, 43% from the floor, five-time All-Star. Tony Parker, 15 points per game, two rebounds, five assists, one steal, 49% from the floor. Four-time champ, finals MVP, six-time All-Star for Tony Parker. You taking John Wall or you taking Tony Parker? Damn, that is a tough one. Mm. I have to think about this one myself. Damn, that is a tough one. Because, you know, off of credentials alone, you, the, the obvious choice is Tony Parker. Mm-hmm. But if you're building a team, you but got... If you're building a team, John Wall is... John Wall talent wise is way better than Tony Parker, mm. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna mm. go with Tony Parker, man. Because mm. <laughs> when palms get sweaty, <laughs> I can rely on Tony Parker. Okay, you got that Tony Parker floater. Tony Parker, <laughs> <laughs> Tony Parker. <laughs> yeah, he got that that deadly floater. He you know, he, he can he can he can hit the mid range shots yes. down the stretch too to win games. He was a leader. He was a leader. 
Mm. You know, he's been there, he's been there before. He's been there, done that. And John, we still have not seen that from John Wall yet. Mm. I hear you, dog. Mm. But I'm going with John Wall. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, I just John Wall. He kills me, man. I talk about this yeah, all man. the time. The perfect body for a point guard: athleticism, perfect. speed, instincts. He can run the point well. Only thing his only Achilles heel is this jump shot, of course. But Tony Parker wasn't the greatest three-point shooter in the world. And he has his float was phenomenal. He was a great point guard that can attack the basket, suck in the defense, and and dish it out. Same thing that John Wall can do. But if I'm building a team, dog, I want John Wall on my squad. Oh, I yeah, know he got some yeah. issues. But the thing is, if 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 I'm having John Wall on my team, I have to have a strong leader on my on my team as well. Right, because right. I can't trust John Wall to be a leader. He gets a little emotional at times and Very. it affects the team. You see how I work with him and Bradley Bill. It's crazy. I, I talked but about But then it. again, I can't really say because Tony Parker, that was kind of fucked up what they that was kind of messed up what they did about with uh, Kawhi Leonard, you know, he well, talked about his injury. Yeah, right? yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, but I mean, I, I, longevity wise, because you know we see that more with John Ward than TP. It was kind of unexpected that. with with Tony Parker. Yeah, well, so I, I did forget I, about I'll that. He was nod. speaking out, damn. So yeah. you didn't like that? I didn't like that. that. That left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, it was unnecessary. Yeah, it was unnecessary. He's gone was. already. You know, move on. Yeah, I felt like they were trying to do th- throw dirt on Kawhi right. Lame at a point, saying I came back from there a little early too. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that was a little sus. I didn't like that, but he was just picking up for Pop because Pop was hurt. Yeah, but see, that's the loyal in him, you know. The, yeah, the loyalty. But but y'all a family. You don't put out. You know what I'm saying? You don't pull out that news out there. You keep I feel it. You. Keep it in the locker room. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm, I hear you. I'm not mad at that. But with uh with John Wall, man, he he's got to have another a strong leader in the locker room with him. He's got to have another like vet, a vet in there. Yeah. yeah, he's got not a not a Trevor Reza kind of vet. Another vet that that's better, better that he can than look him. up to. Exactly, that's better than him talent wise or on the same uh, level as him talent wise. That that can also show him and lead him by example as well, right. rather than just telling him because he lives to John Wall. He thinks he's a star. He's not gonna right. listen to anybody right. exactly. like that. That's why I'm nervous about him coming to New York because I know there's been a lot of trade rumors with John Wall coming to New York. Is because here. If he comes here, he would be the leader again here on this squad. Because mm-hmm. KP is still growing and becoming a leader. And here, there's a lot of distractions in New York, man. There's a lot more rose bars over here. But you know, you know the the perfect guy I've been saying for years that that they need to be together is him and Demarcus Cousins. I believe them I like two. Them together. Them two need they're to be together on the same. Though. They're a little volatile, but they that you know that brotherhood goes back to college. You know yeah. they played on the same team. Yeah. I think they would be happier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And happiness will take I think you a it long will way. I think it will work better. And then you could build around them. I think that would work so well. That's true. And happiness will take you a long way. So that's true. That true indeed, true indeed. So that's interesting, man. John Waller, Tony Parker, man. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Tony Parker, he uh Talent wise, I'm gonna take John Wall, mm. but the all the other stuff, man, I got I gotta take T P, man. Nah, I, I I hear you, man. And uh Bro, man, this new year in the NBA, it's, it's, it's gonna be some, it's gonna be something special, man. I, I've been, I'm more excited for this NBA season than I have been in a while. Yeah, Not definitely. It's a lot of team, good teams at that, and the East is even getting stronger now. The East you know? is something to watch this year. Finally, you know, Pacers again. Pacers, they're up there. I know that was your sleeper team yeah. um, last, <laughs> last year. Last year, they're... you were right on the Pacers, man. And they, listen, they got the number one defense in the league. Yes, they do. 
Bowler Depot's balling. They got to get one more, one more scorer over there. Miles Turner is like, leading the league in what blocks, I believe. I believe so, something like that. Yeah, Miles, Miles, Miles is balling. That's Sabonis. Sabonis, man, I'm mad. See, that was the guy I think OKC should have kept, man. Yeah. They should have kept him. Yeah, but they, oof, man, they should have kept him. Or, mean, or McDermott. They need another shooter. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, family, before we get on out of here, for um, I do have to let y'all know. The next two weeks, I won't have an episode. Um, so it's probably about, probably either a week and a half or about two weeks, I won't have an episode. My uh, my sound engineer is going out on vacation. So it's going to be about a week or so, but I'll still throw up some little clips or something, uh, some other things throughout the week. I'll, you can still hit me up on Twitter, find me, spar with me, talk shit, anything like that on Twitter. Um, so uh, keep it tight. You know, come back with some more heat, some more special guests in 2019. My man, Dom, a friend of the show. You know you always going to be here, my man. Definitely, definitely, man. As always. And, um, yeah, man, so fam, just go look out for that. This is uh, a little December heat, little check-in, temperature check-in for you. And, uh, Dom, I appreciate you coming through, my brother, once As again. As always, man. Always my pleasure, man. This is home for me. The family is home <laughs> for me. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, family. So this is episode 79. Happy New Year 2019. Happy holidays. Yes, sir. We out. This is what Flo from Progressive sounds like in one of our many hilarious commercials. Hi, did you know that you can get a quote on your motorcycle insurance in under three minutes at Progressive.com? And did you know that saying hi makes even bad news sound good? Hi, you have high cholesterol. Hi, you're fine. And this is what that same commercial sounds like on your motorcycle. Hi, there's no more cake. Yeah, even our commercials sound better on a bike. And with basic policy starting at $75 a year, Progressive helps keep you on yours. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.